we are beginning Zrizus, which is obviously, as Ramchal is about to tell us, is a lot more on the side of Ahava as opposed to Hira, and uh, so it's going to be kind of more exciting, more action, as opposed to just a lot of self-control, a lot of self um, management and um, self-correcting, right? So, are they both equally important? Absolutely. As our brother say right now, perfect transition. Here we go. Perek Fav. Acher Hazihirus. After Zahirus, Yevo Hazrizus. Comes the Zrizus. Alacrity, as they say in English. We'll see what it means. I don't know exactly what alacrity means. It sounds to me like someone who is very good at, I don't know, writing very nice. Like, you know, like, uh, like alacrity usually is ability to um, do really fine movements, isn't it? But. Uh, aerobics, or not aerobics, uh, you think of, like, uh, acrobatics. Uh, yeah, it could be a feature of that. Anyway, but, so we'll see in a minute what what is. Brisk and cheerful, cheerful readiness. Okay. Ki has Zahirus, so eval halosa, say. So Zahirus revolves around the losa, say. Again, like we saw many times. It also had to do with our sayings, right? We, we wanted to analyze what about my mitzvahs are say? How are those doing? Am I maximizing on my time, etc., etc. But the general cotive, the general pull, the general feel of um, of the heroes was losa say uh, corrective, corrective measure, right? Um, then we're in Perkvav. Vehainu, and that's what it says in Tehillim, Sur Meirav Tov. First, a person should pull himself away from Ra, and then he should do good. Let me ask you a question: Why is that the case? Why should a person first abstain from Ra and then go and do good? Let's say I wouldn't be sure, man. Let's say I would just jump straight into working on Jesus. What would be lacking? What would be the problem? You wouldn't know what to correct. But Dan, are you talking to us because you're on silent? Yeah, it's, it sounds like someone who, like, you know, there's a God forbid, a abusive relationship, right? And the husband says, you know what, that's it. I'm going to make it up to my wife. I'm not going to beat her anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat her, but I'm going to bring her flowers. I'll be really good. Well, I'll stop beating her first. Mm-hmm. And I'm working up other things. And what's wrong with that? Now, you made it very extreme. What you did, see, you cheated. Right. You cheated. You took a terrible, terrible thing, beating a wife, a terrible, terrible thing, and then you compensated with it with like a little nothing. Let's flip. Let, let's flip the unfairness of that analogy the other way around. But isn't that how Gamora teaches always lesson but the extremes? Learning, learning from it? Okay, but I, I, let me ask you a question. What if a person, what if a person once in a while um, is speaks just a little bit abruptly with his wife? Just a little tiny bit. Abruptly. Doesn't even raise his voice. Just speaks a little bit. But he's going to make it up to her by 
writing her genuine, real, love-filled poetry. But every once in a while, he's a, he's a is that is that also so terrible? Noah Noah Siegel says that this is okay. What I'm saying is, you know, it depends on the bell, right? I mean, how much of what? Well, because you have to make up for the for the rod, and then before you do the good. So why can't, why can't I make up for the rod by doing more good? Why do I have to first sur me ra, and then I say, the, first I'll be ase tov, and then I'll be sur me ra? I don't understand, because like, if, you, if you're going to continue to do bad, then you're not going to be able to have, be able to really do true good, because you're going to be tainted. I mean, that has the Chabad there. Oh! Chabad Makar is exactly oh, oh. So, Sorry, Dan, I didn't hear what you said, because Yosef just hit the jackpot. Um, so just hold that. Yes, I want to come back to that. That's perfect. What did you say? No, I'm saying on my side, you look, for example, Chabad Veskiru. Okay, so there you are. So Dan's even strengthening the question that that uh, that's that's how Chabad Kiruv works, right? Okay. Now, could be the Kiruv is a, could be a Kiruv is exception, right? Because Kiruv is you want to make the, you know, that, that's you want to make the person feel good. They're not yet on the ladder, right? Maybe maybe, maybe I'll push that off. Say it's, it's exception. But so Yosef said, what are you talking about? If a person, if a person, is still doing negative things, then those negative things will taint all the positive things he's doing. They're going to be tainted. For example, even in the, even in our analogy of um, the husband who sometimes is, is abrupt with his wife and he writes her poetry. To a certain extent, I, mean, I had to tell you guys it's heartfelt poetry, etc., because you were potentially thinking. This guy is just writing the poetry to make up to his wife because he feels bad about the fact that he was abrupt with her. Right? Or, yeah, sure, you love her so much. Well, what happened to that when you were when you were being abrupt with her? Right? He used to say, it's the same person who's doing this and the other thing, right? Who's doing the positive and the negative. A very extreme example is, unless a person is a very big tzaddik, he should not be involved in the study of Kabbalah. Right? Why? Because... The study of Kabbalah is very, very high energy experience, right? Very, very high energy stuff. And if there's, this is um, written in many, many forums. Happy to show it to you guys. Um, so if it's very, very high energy stuff, and a person has impurities in him, and incorrect intentions and, and uh, selfish motives, etc., then it can be very, very destructive. I mean, he, he, uh, we're talking about someone who wants to do good. We're not talking about somebody who's out to study those things, uh, you know, for self-aggrandizement. Let's say he wants to do good. He wants to, you know, come closer to Hashem. But since the Sahara has a full hold, right? So anything that comes into the person is now going to be exposed to potentially being hijacked and grabbed by the Yitzhahara. That's a litmus perspective, right? I'm sorry? That's a litmus perspective. If you understand Rav Chaim Vital to be, to be litmus, then okay. I think what Hasidus tries to do is he tries to bring it down to a point where it would be safe for people to, for even for people on a lower <laughs> level to still be able to get some of the benefits of it, but the but the explicit uh, 
Kabbalah. Uh, that, that I'm not aware of anybody arguing on that. But you tell me differently. If, uh, if, if there is a disagreement on that, I would be interested to know. But so the Yitzhar attaches itself especially to Kabbalah is brought down by someone who's not right for it? It, it, it's, it become what happens is the Derech Hashem writes that that person will accidentally tap into powers of Tuma instead of powers of Kedusha. So you, you're talking about practical uh, Kabbalah or, or, or theoretical Kabbalah? That's true. That's true. Uh, but but they're both there. But uh, it applies equally to both. Chaimatal made a signify to both. Um, my, my understanding, I, I, this is a very little knowledge, I thought he was referring to practical Kabbalah, that that's even a black stun, so you don't know. Okay, um, we can try to look into the sources. What? He's saying no Zohar for me for now. Okay, um, so, so the, again, without, uh, the concept is true. Right? Uh, could it be that maybe there's some sort of exceptions or some sort of a, a lifeline that a person needs to get, uh, overriding considerations? All that may or may, you know, may be true, right? Each, per, each case has to be judged uh, independently. But the concept, right, is if you go into really high-powered fields, you have to be really clean. Otherwise, you know, what, for example... For, for to eat to eating for eating my hands are very clean right now my hands are perfectly good for eating but for heart surgery my hands are filthy like disgusting filthy covered just with bacteria crawling all over them right so it, it depends on what you're involved in right but on everything there's going to be this concept of, of first surmeira and then asetov right and uh, you can then you can you can speak to the guys in the Sunday morning Hasidus class. But I think I think in the in the Yoshi Divrei Emes he starts off with that as well. I believe, but I'm. Stuff now, and you have to get guys off campus and hear Yeshiva. We're still not going to do that yet. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, that's a good question. My my take on that is that when a guy comes to Yeshiva, he is almost naturally spending a tremendous amount of his time on Surmeira, almost automatically, whether it be, I mean, literally your entire life <laughs> is becoming a Surmeira. You, you, you're not doing this anymore, you're not doing that anymore, you're changing this, you're not connecting like that, you're not talking like this anymore, you're not dressing like that anymore, you're not going out doing those things anymore, right? I mean, the amount of things that a guy in the first two, three years in in Machon, you know, Machon Yaakov, Machon Shlomo, whatever, right, post Machon, uh, the amount of things that a, that a person is pulling away from 
is, uh, I would say, I would say disproportionate. Well, right so I think maybe Yisrael Gershvall is trying to, you know, counterbalance the thing, right, by saying, guys, please don't sit in the basement over here with a shari tshuva and, like, whipping yourself all day long, you know, with a, what is that little thing called? A flog. A f- flail, no? Flog? Flog? Right. Right, so the point is don't go crazy beating yourself up and just cutting away everything, cutting away all... Because again, you can't cut too much, on the other hand, you can't cut too much without replacing it, right? You do have to replace heels with heels. person gets even a false sense of heels from something, you know, if, if, if you illuminate too much of it, there's going to be a rebellion, a depression, something, right? So, so I think he's encouraging people to work on their strong suits, right? That's number one. That's my. That's one else. Number two is a person's strong suit. May be surmera. I mean, he's encouraging you to start from points of strength. Right. So work on that. Be super duper disciplined and like keep on. You know, the point is, you, you already have a lot of different challenges going on. Right? Don't overwhelm yourself with challenges um, and and get swamped, get you know, start feeling drowning, right? Rather focus on what you're good at, what you know, find find your points of strength. It's very hard for a guy who's twenty five years old coming from a top league university, grad program, whatever it may be, right? And then all of a sudden to be like a nothing, nobody yeah, just totally. So find some points of strength. That's that's what I would say. This is other message. Okay. But again, this is a principle, guys. We have to remember, right? Torah is complicated. Yeah, and there's there's every scenario is going to be made up of many different factors. But there is a principle. Now, this principle doesn't destroy every other principle. It's not that this is the only principle, right? There's a principle that David Amalek tells us called Sur Meirava Asetov. Right? That, that one should first purify himself and remove the bad before then going to do the good. Because now when you go to do the good, right, um, then there's a, there's a Hasidic principle that a person should do tshuva before beginning to learn Torah. In fact, some of the big Hasidim would literally spend a very long time be crying, doing like a whole big tshuva before beginning to learn Torah, any Torah. And it's this principle, before you can open up your mouth with words of Torah, you first have to purify your mouth from all the impure speech or all the incorrect food consumption that has happened with that mouth until now. Right? That's why it's right? Yeah, that, that's and that's um, that's like the cherry on the cake. That's after you did the real work. <laughs> yeah, the real yeah. work. That's what we spoke about. We spoke. We said that, that you came with a drop plate. You came late. 
we do speak about that. Yes. Again, Zahirus was so vague. It it mostly dealt with it circled around the pole of Los Assei, even though of course there was plenty of assays that were involved, like we spoke about. Okay. Good. So again, so once a person is actively working on Surmeira, and by the way, um, is there anybody here that feels like they've more or less finished with that? Like they, they're more or less done with working on Zahirus? Yeah, I'm sure everybody here. What? I'm sure everybody here. Yeah. Why do you think so? I think there's always more to work on. Yeah, okay, so I think we're in agreement. Right. Good. Say again? Um, I hear that. I hear that. But so this is this is a question always, right? Um, what do you do? Do you do you go? I mean, it's a question of business, right? You can you can expand your business horizontally or vertically, right? You can keep on mastering this one thing you're in, right? Or you can get more and more other areas and be become pretty good at it. You may not be the master of them, right? You may not have a monopoly on it, but you could get a lot of different areas involved, right? So... A separate night dedicated. What? A separate night dedicated. Right. So I'm saying that um, on the one hand, there's no question that we could keep on working on Zahiru's for the next year. Um, on the other hand, we did make some progress, hopefully, and hopefully we'll continue to to do the Cheshben HaNefesh. Um, and so then, we did, on some level, accomplish a Sur Meirah. And now we can follow that up with an Asay Tov of, of Jesus. Which will also be effective. It will be effective. Its effectiveness will, to a certain extent, be limited by how much we grew in in Zahirus, right? So, of course, if you kept on working on Zahirus, you would, when you would move on to Zahirus, you'd be much more powerful. But on the other hand, you know, maybe you do some Zahirus, you do some Zahirus, you do some Nikias. And maybe we circle back around, we do it again, and we could grow in concentric circles. You, know, you don't have to just spend five years on Pesach and then five years on Shavuos or five years on Sukkot. You could learn about Pesach, learn about Shavuos, learn about Sukkot, and then the following year you do the same thing again. And it's a consensus, it's, it's a circle, uh, but it's but it's going higher and higher, you know, ever higher and higher, right? So you're kind of going over the same things, but each time you come back to it, you're a different person. So potentially, so um, I think that's what we need to do just simply because it's so difficult also to just be in place. And there's a certain level of chidush that's necessary. I'm sure you guys have noticed that I do try to bring in uh, a little bit of a deeper perspective on the Zosisharim, which technically that isn't always necessary to work on, on this, right? But, but um, when it's exciting intellectually, it, it's, a, it's, a motiv- it's a motivator for wanting to work on it also. So, 
That's why we're moving on to those reasons. Would you be open to that, though? Like, have a half, half hour, separate time during the week, going over what we had previously... Like, Review, the reviewing the heroes? I would be open to it. Let's discuss the exact framework. Currently, that I took over the Night Seder, Smicha Kabura, um, my time is in, like, negative eight hours or so a week. Um, but, <laughs> nonetheless... I will be. I will be open. Let's discuss. Okay. So in Russian, it's called Musuit Noy Doja. Что что что? In Russian, it's called. We're talking about Musuit Noy Doja. Okay. So and that that's a, that carries a negative connotation. Okay. I mean, you're a Kedushim. For people who like Kedushim, he does. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so here we go. Oh, okay. Rabbi Isai, we're ready. We're ready to start. Izzy's here. Any other any questions in in uh, in Mishlei, in the first, uh, in in the fourth and fifth prokim, more or less. Direct your questions to over there. Okay. Here we go. Um, so that was the explanation of how Zrizus follows on Zihirus. Now, Vinyano. What does Inyano mean? Right? Which means what? What? What is it like, what, what, like, it what means it, it means we're about to be given the definition right. of Zrizus. Inyanu means its concept means the concept of Zrizus. What is the concept of Zrizus? Means we're about to be given the definition of Zrizus. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what is the concept of Zrizus? Mavur, it is clear. Shehu, interesting, I, I wonder what that means, Mavur. It's clear. It's clear that that's what it is. As opposed to what he coming to say, like, don't think I don't know what I'm talking about. What? What? Mavur. Mavur means it's clear. Were you reading to me from a, from from a Feldheim over there? Yeah. The, the, they they when there's words that they don't want to translate, so they translate, so they put in other words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So let's see the the art school. Okay. So not involves. Okay. Okay, it's Mivur, it's clear. Shehu, Hagdama, La Mitzvah. It is the where one expedites. He, he, he goes, La Hagdim means to. Um, Go to something sooner than it would come to you. Meaning, let's say there's a train coming towards you or a car coming towards you, but it has your beloved relative that you haven't seen in a long time. You're not just going to stand. I mean, they're driving towards you. You're not just going to stand where you are. You're going to start walking or maybe even running in their direction, right? 
Ah, if you just stay where you are, it'll come to you. Good. But that will be a lag in Zrizu. Right. You didn't just stand around. You'll get here in a minute, right? Another couple of minutes. So number one, that's the Hagdomolim Mitzvah, to pre- preempt, to go to them earlier than they would come, than it would be natural to do. Isn't that like an introduction? Right, because the introduction comes before the Sefer. Right, so lahakdim means to go ahead of, to go ahead of, um, which is important, which means to say that w- there's some sort of a natural, with life, usually there's a natural way of how we go about things coming, uh, of how, how we go about when an action should be done. So you're a person who's a procrastinator, right? We're not talking about a procrastinator that the homework was due already three days ago and he still hasn't done it. I'm not talking about that. But the homework was done, but if, what if the homework is done tomo- due tomorrow? And all of a sudden the student comes today to the professor and brings the homework assignment today. I was like, what are you doing? So well, I love this learning, so that's why I did it early. I, I, I finished it early. <laughs> right? Not a very common phenomenon. Right? But if it were to happen, the professor would get a feeling, wow, this student is not just doing it because this is when the assignment is due, he's doing it because he really wants to do it, right? So, with mitzvahs, we don't wait for the natural first time when, when to do it. We anticipate, we... So, yeah, how did I translate it well? Uh, I, yeah, but there's, not, there's some things you can't do that. Huh? Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah you, you hasten, you, you anticipate, you, you, go, you go in front. Go in front. Not all mitzvahs are like that. You can't do it all mitzvahs. Okay. For example, the day before sukkahs, do not dare to go into your sukkah and start living there. That would be called baltosif. Or saying shema too, too early. There, you wouldn't fulfill your mitzvah. So, there, clearly, those are called time-bound mitzvahs. Right. Right. So, but not all mitzvahs are time, right, time bound, right, right. and even the mitzvahs that are time bound, right? There still can be many aspects of mitzvahs. For example, let me ask you a question: What do most people do? Most of Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is over. What time? Like around nine o'clock or something like that, right? Whatever time uh, it's PM. No. Okay, eight o'clock. So, what what do most people do? Most Yom Kippur. Pizza and what? Pizza and water. Well, of course, have dollar, pizza and water, and then what? And then go to sleep. What? And then Izzy goes to build the sukkah right away. <laughs> That's implied. That's impressive. That's the, right. That, that, that's the uh, that's the marshal, right? The marshal says. Marshal or the maril. Might be the Maril. Um, this says that this is, this is an union of Zvizi Magdimil Mitzvahs. Now, to certain, that's not a natural thing to do, right? Well, this, is this this middle of the night already? It's already 9 p.m. By the time that you did a dollar, you ate a little bit, it's 9 p.m., 10 p.m., who knows what time it is, right? You're tired, you just go out and build, start building a sukkah, right? So, your natural thing is to start tomorrow. 
you go and you do it earlier than it would be natural to do. That's Lahagdim. And, second aspect of Zrizus, and to finish them off. Right? To finish the mitzvah. Right? We know Chazal tell us that a person who started doing a mitzvah and then didn't finish it, and someone else came along and, and finished it, so it's considered to the other person that he did the whole thing, the second person. Right? Because the first one dropped it. As far as he's concerned, the mitzvah wasn't going to get done. Or, or, so... Yeah, but he had in mind to do it. Isn't that just as good? But he went and he stopped it. I understand, but you know, we always say that if you had in mind to do it, it's just as good as doing it to the mitzvah itself. Oh, so why? So why do the mitzvah? Then just have it in mind, though. Well, I'm saying, but uh, well, I'm asking you a question. Do, are you under the impression that there's no point to do mitzvah? No, just have in mind, and then afterwards, just don't do them. That's for sure. The one person gets more scar than the other person. I'm saying, but the wait, wait. You play the mitzvah, and then you say, "Ah, forget it." And you no, just, but you just turn on, turn on, turn on the Packers game, and you you think you're gonna get a scarf for that? I understand, mitzvah? But, you, but like you said, something comes up, that we, that you, it's under control, and that's it. Packers can't pay employees. No, not anymore. <laughs> okay. But like, but no, but like, no, but seriously, some, things what, come up you, 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 Okay, that's different. Okay. If, if if it was an onus, meaning it was something that you couldn't help, right. it was something that you know you were. Uh, there's a medical emergency or, or whatever it is, and you didn't manage to do it, that's different. That's almost that's almost Rahmana Patri. We're not talking about that. We're talking about it where a person for whatever reason let it slip between his fingers, right? Somebody and somebody else went and finished it, so so they get the the whole mitzvah is called after them. Okay, maybe we'll discuss it. But um, but the point is this second concept, a concept of to be mashal in the mitzvah, meaning there's one thing to start the mitzvah. So to preempt, to go early, to, uh, and, and to start the mitzvah. And the second one is to not stop as much as possible until you finish it. That, that works the other way too. If someone does the bear and stops, if someone comes along and finishes it, they're the ones higher for their bear as well. That's true. Yeah. So. But this is a high level, no? <laughs> This is this Perik Vov. What do you think we are? This is kindergarten. We're in the sixth chapter of it. We, we finished. We finished learning Zahirus. You know, in the presence of over here. Yeah. Obviously, everything is on levels. There's levels and there's levels, right? There's, you know, if you're talking, you know, the, the most Yom Kippur to go out and start building a sukkah, fairly challenging. Um, if you were to continue building until you finish it, right? Until until three a.m. That would be a much higher level, right? Rabbi, is that a fair example? Because the mitzvah, there's really no mitzvah to build a sukkah. There's a mitzvah to, to yeshu a sukkah, right? It's a good, it's okay, yeah, that, that's, that's a very, that's a good, that's a gibor cup. Rabbi, side, Dan has been learning the 6 a.m. learning program for already how long? Ever since it started, Rosham. So for four years. So you got you to gotta be careful, you got to be careful with him. Beautiful, good. It's a question that bothered me for a long time. There is a, there is a tosefta. Um, I'm sorry, what did you say about that? Dan's, Dan's question is, I mean, it's a technical question. I don't want to go into it right now. It's not, not really a discussion. But Dan is asking a technical question, asking a question on the maril. How can we say zrizi magdim in the mitzvahs? He's saying there's no mitzvah to build a sukkah. There's a mitzvah to sit in a sukkah. And you can only fulfill that mitzvah on the first day of sukkahs. 
So before that, he's going to say there's no Zvizim Akdimen. I understood the same way. There is a Tosefta, maybe a Yerushalmi as well, that indicates that there is Ktsas, a mitzvah to build a sukkah. That's why, that's why, let me ask you a question. Do you, do you build your own sukkah or do you, or do you hire non-Jewish workers to build your sukkah? Um, I did except last year because there's not enough time to do it. Sorry, okay, so but theoretically, it. you would like to do it yourself? So the, 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 okay, okay, got it. So the, <laughs> yeah. so the beer halacha says that there's there's an Indian, the, 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 perhaps even more than an Indian, to build the sukkah yourself. And it's coming from this. But there's no brachis on it, so you know it's not a mitzvah. So, so, so the truth is that, uh, that you... That you, that, you, that, you would, that you would make a shechachianu on, on the, when you finish building a sukkah, you would make a shechachianu. We just save that shechachianu for later. Sukkah. We do it over the coast, right. but but the Gemara does say that you that you make the shechachianu when you when you finish building your sukkah. Yes. Anyway, okay. So now for now, you know, I love masachah sukkah. Very happy to discuss it with you guys, but uh, this, you know we don't want to get uh, derailed over here. Um, it was just an example, but it, you, you're, you are picking up on the valid point of how interesting it means, even though it's not a full-on mitzvah, and still, there's an because there's a Madim in there. Yeah? Okay. So, so again, so the two inyanim of Zrizus are what? They are doing it proactively, or doing it before? Going ahead, going ahead of when it would be otherwise, right? And completing it, not not letting it sit around and and uh, and, and delay. Okay, good. V'choloshen azeh amru. Ahead of getting distracted, is that how you're defining the first part? Doing ahead of getting distracted? No, no, just anticipating it. You know, running towards it, not not waiting for it to come to you, but running towards it. Going ahead. Let's, let's apply this to chakras. Right? To what? So the, to chakras. The first portion would be the equivalent of dominating nates. So nates. Right? Nates, 100%. But how would you, how'd you apply the second portion? But dominating, the very last thing you want to do is rush through it. No, what not rush through it. No, no, the second, the second one is ah. not about rushing through. This is going to be an important point that we're going to discuss. Not now. We'll discuss it. We don't mean to finish it in the sense that a person finishes um, throwing off a burden, right? Like you want to like get this thing off your shoulder as soon as possible. We don't mean that. What we mean is um, completing it without allowing any delay. Now, delay doesn't mean necessarily that you should do it quickly. So it shouldn't be delayed. It means not getting involved in anything else. I mean, you could do it. You could do it as slow as you want if that's what it takes for you to have kavana, right? If you're the Amnishavar and uh, it's taking you 40 minutes just to prepare the, the Becher to making Kiddush, there's no, there's no lack in, in Zrizus on that, right? Because the entire time you're fully involved in, in Kiddush. It's just that your Kiddush is just a much longer Kiddush than other people's Kiddush. <laughs> but... Um, but the point is, don't put it down and go and like take care of some worker or some business or whatever it may be, and then come back and and, and or get distracted or whatever it may be. Yeah, that's what it means. 
So keep on working with it at whatever pace the mitzvah requires until you're done with it. If reasonable. Now, you know, if, if let's say, for example, building a sukkah is a major endeavor and it's, you know, it might be a multi-day thing. A person has to get sleep. You know, a person has to eat. A person has to go to work. You can't just, you know, so, okay, so uh, so then you, you might take a couple of days. But still, Zrizus, to whatever extent a person is holding by Zrizus, like, you know, we said, the more mishuga a person is about mitzvahs, the more crazy you are about mitzvahs, right? You can't, I mean, you see some people, like they got a hot business deal, he can't go to sleep. He cannot go to sleep until he until he finishes writing up that proposal and whatever it may be, right? And he'll have it submitted the next day, even though he could have, could have, waited, could have waited five days, nobody would have noticed anything. He, no, he's he's hot on it, right? He's, he's passionate. How do you get that passion? Oh, okay. We're going to talk about that. We're going to discuss that. That's, remember, remember the order in, in Mesut Sharm. First, he defines for you what the Mida is, right? Then he defines for you how one acquires the Mida, right? And then he defines for you how one can, how one's Mida, uh, that Mida can get damaged or pushed away from it. Right, so that's going to be Perak Zion is going to be talking about the Kenyan, right? So I have, I have. Um, so this Perak Zion is the Chelke Zrizus, the different parts of Zrizus, and Perak Has is Kenya, uh, has Zrizus, the acquisition of Zrizus. Yeah. Izzy is displaying tremendous reasons towards learning Jesus. I don't think... In fact, the Jesus that you're showing to learning Jesus, I don't even know if you need to learn Jesus. Just intellectual. Okay. Good. All right. So, let's continue. Okay. So, Chazal said, meaning, so Chazal pointed out that, now, I think that he's working on the Chiddush over here that Zrizus is to to start it earlier than otherwise. That's the that's the Chiddush that he's that, he, that he's that he's uh, working on over here. Okay. Vizeki Kemo Shitsarek now we're gonna back Kemo means we're gonna be talking about Zahirus here for a minute. Just like you needed certain things in the realm of Zahirus, so too you're gonna need Similar tool set, skill set in Zizus. Okay, so so just like in the heroes, Shetarch, Pikus Godel, Vehashlama Rabba, Linotzel Mimokshe Hayetzer. What? Vehashkafa Rabba. Just like a person needs, Pikus Godel is tremendous oversight. Sorry, no, Pikus Pikus means sorry, it means it means cleverness. A Pikiach is a clever person, tremendous cleverness. Veashkafaraba is oversight, tremendous oversight. Linotzel to save himself from the traps of the Yitzhahara and to escape from the Ra okay guys we've done this enough times 
why is the Ramchal seems to be saying things in like redundancy? Was it in Pikus Godol and Hashkafa Rabba? Why do I need to both save myself from the traps of the Yitzhahara and also to escape from the from the evil? What are the, what are the differences over here? What? Parts. What mean parts? Sorry. They're all. Please. I just point out that there 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 seems to be two things. They sound very similar. No. So they must be different. That's number one. Good. Sorry. Yeah, they're the same. There's a trap for me, and then there's free evil. Same thing. Oh, so same thing. Right. So you're happy with that, or it's a problem? I, mean, I don't know why I used to say the same thing over. So you're happy with it, or it's a problem? I don't. I mean, I don't know. Are you happy with it, or are you fine? Should we continue reading, or 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 or, or what? Well, I want. I want to know what the what he means by the, the evil inclination, and then what he means by flee that evil inclination. What is that? I don't understand. Evil inclination. You know what evil inclination? No, no. Means? I mean, what, what is? But the, what's the difference between that and having to flee it? I mean, that's obvious. Wouldn't that be obvious? So it's redundant. Right. Okay, there's a redundancy. Where is the redundancy in the Hebrew? So first of all, Yosef Boyad, there seems to be a redundancy between Pikus God and Hashkafa Rabba. They both loosely translated. You have to be very smart. You didn't say anything yet. What do you mean you're saying? Okay, so now you're saying something. Okay, good. So you're saying there's a difference between them. Beautiful. Okay, good. There's a difference between them. And and then now Izzy's going to be using that difference. He's going to tell you that there's two different things we're talking about here. And then when he tells you to save yourself from the traps of the Yetzer and to escape from evil, he's going to tell you that those two are also, that those two and those two pair, uh, correspond. Right, you need different skill sets to save yourself from different issues. Right? So let's, so let's try to understand what they are. So there is... Every good army has to have a good general and a good commander. What's the difference? That's true. But do they have the same role or two different roles? One's a CEO and the CEO. Well, one does it from a uh, and another one does it from a quote. Right. Okay. And do they have the same skill set or different skill sets? Different. Different skills. Perfect. Exactly. Got it. And Dan gave us the business analogy. Perfect, right? So it means one person, one thing is a Hashkafa Rabba, is a big vision. Before I'm ever in the issues, I'm still sitting back at home, I'm on top of the hill with my binoculars, I'm laying out the lay of the land, I say, guys, you know, the army really should be marching that way, right? But I'm pretty sure, that, I'm sure, pretty sure there's going to be a trap over there. I'm pretty sure there's going to be there's gonna be something bad over there, right? We're not even going to go down that road. We're going to actually go that way. We're going to cross the river over there, right? They're not even going to ever know we're coming. Right? That's one. And that's great. It's very important to have such a general. But so then but when the army is actually traveling, right? 
and all of a sudden there's still some sort of there's an ambush, right? Then you need to be very fast on the on, on your feet, very smart, very aware. Even even as you're going, you're sending out scouts. You're listening for everything, right? To, to, to not to not get butchered, right? Like the, like the classic example is like the British marching, like you know, like in the was it the, with the British French War in in America, like when the French were using the the Indians, and the British would be like marching in their red coats, like through a forest. And the Indians would just be like all around them, and just butcher them before they even had a chance to, to, like revolution. What? That's not, no, that's not the revolution. Before. No. Before that. Before. Something like that. Anyway, but but the point is, right? Is 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 you have to be sensitive to the surroundings, and you have to kind of be be smart on your feet and a you know, street smart type of thing, right? That's a commander. So that's that's Pico's godly. You got to be very clever, right? So there's two things. Of course, we want to anticipate. We're, we're discussing Zahirus again for a little bit. Then we're going to translate it back to Jesus, yeah. But in Zahirus, of course, a person wants to be very smart and anticipate certain situations where the Yitzhar is going to try to get him, like we spoke about, not having negative friends, not having, uh, um, you know. Uh, maybe maybe late sonos, whatever the things we spoke about, right? But then you finished off. But what happens if you if you do find yourself in 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 their company? What happens if you end up you are with a person in in company with a person who is going to be jesting and making fun of your missus, right? That's what he finished off. So he said, okay. So he said, so yeah. But you got to. But when you fight back, you also have to do it smart, right? Number one is you is you uh, you, you go on the offensive. Adrab, on the contrary, you start making fun of. His way of life, right? Number two is you make a powerful analogy for yourself. Though if I had a million dollars to win, would I let somebody laughing at me let it take it away, right? Etc. Etc. So the point that's called being a piquet. That's called being clever, right? So it's two different skill sets. Number one is identifying which way we want to be going, where are going to be the places that we can just escape problems altogether. And number two is you can never be a perfect general. You, you, you're always going to run into ambushes and problems, right? And when you do, you have to be a pikeh gadol. You have to be smart and fast on your feet and, and know how to handle yourself. Okay? So same thing with the Yitzhahara, right? You can plan all you want, but it's going to happen. It's going to get you. It's going to be from some direction, some situation that you couldn't have predicted, you couldn't have helped. It sounds like a struggle practice, though. It's just like whatever it's going to be is going to be. No, not whatever it's going to be is going to be. Give, quick, give me somebody, somebody, give me somebody to throw at him. No. What? We were saying that you're, you okay. should be Hashkafa Rabba. You should have tremendous over, tremendous, standing with binoculars every day for 10 minutes. Looking out over your upcoming day. I, I understand what you're saying. So that's what not, that's say, not to say whatever is going to be is going to be. I'm saying, if the, if, let's say, for instance, that analogy, there's going to be an ambush. Okay. There's so, so, what we're say, it. so what we're saying, we're saying is that you do what you can, but it'll never be perfect. You're right. right. Okay. That's not, not whatever is going to be is going to be. Me. Number one, you do you do what you can right. in anticipation, but but then you but then besides that you have to be a godel. When the ambush actually hits, Rabba is broad, big, right? And is just like right in like one part. Okay, Gadol is someone who's very, very 
it's not talking about expansiveness. It's talking about, I don't know, big, whatever. I don't know. Um, so, so, so we have over here. So again, so those are the two, and now we have. Now we can understand the, the next two. Linotzel mimoksha yetsir to save oneself from the traps of the yetsir. Trap is you step into it, and now you gotta, you know, quick take out your knife, cut that net that sprung up around you, right, and break out, throw up a smoke screen, run, whatever you gotta do, right. So that's already when the when the stuff hit, right, when when the action is is uh, exploding, right. So you have to you have to. Save yourself from the ambush. Linotzel. Save yourself. Mimokshe Yetzer. From the ambush of the Yetzer. That's the Pichaya Gadol. Ve. Limolate. Minarayan. To escape from evil altogether. To escape means to just steer clear. Right? Be that good general on top of the hill with the binoculars. Anticipate potential challenges. Will be with your wife at work? with peers right whatever it may be and lay out a strategy for how you're gonna not run through that trouble that's all on the side of the heroes so that's what he says uh, that it shouldn't dominate over us to get mixed into our actions. Because remember, this is exactly what we spoke about before. The, the concept of Zahirus is what? That the Ra should not be mixed into my actions. That's why I need Sur Ra before I can do the Asay Tov. If I don't do the Sur Ra first, then the Ra will be Urav, will be mixed in to my actions. So my actions are going to be tainted. My actions are going to be gripped. By the Yitzhar, a person could be doing a mitzvah, he's doing it out of gaiva, he's doing it out of, uh, out of, I don't know, with the desire for for money, he's doing it to show off, whatever he's doing it for, right? So, so you have to first make sure that, that uh, to to escape from all those types of Yitzharas, so that there, so the Yitzharas should not be involved, intermixed, uh, mixed in to our good actions. Okay, so that's all in the realm of the heroes. Cain, Tsarich, so too you need Pikus Gadol, Veashkafa, Lechos, Bimitzus. So too now in the realm of Zrizus. Now, no Siegel right away is going to ask me that there is a lack of symmetry. Go ahead. Good job, Yosef, right? So Yosef is pointing out that here, although we have Pikos Gadol, we don't have Ashkafa Rabba. We just have Ashkafa. To grab mitzvahs. That's what it sounds like. I, I mean, maybe I feel it a little bit. 
somewhere I think I understand why a little bit, but not totally clear to me still why that is. But seeing that's what you have to say. Uh, we don't rush to correct unless we feel it can't be. Don't be too quick on that one. Okay. Um, so, what to do what? Lechos b'mitzvahs. To grab the mitzvahs. What is that? Well, I'll read the other one. Velizkos b'hem. And to merit them. What are these two things? To grab the mitzvahs and to merit them? Isn't it the same thing, Paul? Mm. Same thing twice again? This is getting yeah, really so annoying already. It's the same thing. Okay. What do you mean? Uh, the two parts. Which two parts? The, uh, well, no, but it seems the same way as before. It's like, you have to do the mitzvah, but then you also have to complete it. Right. So, so perfect. Hagdalma le mitzvahs vehashlamos Right? These are the two. So he's clear, again, same thing, right? Number one, to grab the mitzvah, and number two, to merit to finish the mitzvah. And by the way, notice that the discourse only comes in the end. Yeah? Velo tov danomimeno, and not to lose it. It means a person could lose a mitzvah by either one of those two, right? You need both of them, you need success in both, grabbing the mitzvah and finishing it in order to actually not lose it. Yeah? So that's that's the two parts over here. What? Just like the Yitzhahara is encircling us and exerting himself through all sorts of schemes to throw a person down into the um, nets of sin. What are these two things that the Yitzhahara is encircling and exerting? It's encircling and it's exerting. What are these two things that the Yitzhahara is doing? Prepping and trapping. Prepping and ambushing. So encircling is... Right, it's trying to set up a system where you're going to fall... The opposite, that's, that's what we... We need to exert Hashkafa Rabba to prevent this encircling, right? This trying to make sivuvim plans, causes, right? And then there's just brute force. They just run out and charge you and try to grab you and beat you over the head with a club, right? And that's for that we need to be a Pikea Gadol to weasel out of it. What do you mean? We talked about big picture first, and then details. But the way the way around Paul's presented on the positive side is is details and then big picture. Right? Details, yeah. So he always he, he, it seems like what he always does is he always says A B B A. Right, because because the A B, and then since you left over the B, so then we'll start again B, and then A, 
and then we'll do A, B again. That's what, that's what the pattern looks to be. The Gemara in the Dorm says you could go either way on it. There's no, there's, no, there's no kasha to be asked whichever way. The very beginning of the Dorm, that base. That uh, you, you could do it either way. Um, okay, we have to stop here. We have more right now. We'll uh, pick up here again next week. Shkoyach, Raboy Sayyid. Yeah.